All right, guys. Uh, welcome back to another episode of uh, 100 Books a Year with Kevin. Uh, today, let's talk about another part that I very agree with, um, the book Messy Middle. Um, let's talk about the frugal exception. Let's talk about the entrepreneurial mindset in the beginning. So um, I have been interested in the uh, startup field for the last little bit, like a year, year and a half. Um, I've been listening to lots of podcasts and about you know the success stories, the failure stories. It seems to me that uh, most of the stories or the mistakes that the founders make are typically cash flow related, right? So uh, some company just got a fresh round of funding, everybody is happy and excited. And then um, what happened was, they kind of went a little bit more spendy, right? Or they kind of spent a little bit on everything and then there's a million things going through the business and then they run out of cash six, seven, maybe a couple of years later, right? Because the uh, deal flow, the money is not usually guaranteed every single year or a few months, right? So um, Scott argues that all the entrepreneurs need to have a frugal mindset, right? Um, be frugal with almost everything in a company. We talk about in um, uh, the Amazon. I forgot which book it is. I It's not working backwards. There's some other books. I think it was either The Hard Thing About Hard Things or something like that. Um, Amazon, right? Like When they were first starting to sell books in the uh, late 90s, early 2000s, they were, um, in a sense... They're very frugal, right? They, uh, Jeff Bezos uses doors because doors are cheaper than um, than actual tables. So they buy doors and then they put four legs on it from Home Depot, right? So again, be frugal with everything. But here's an exception I think is really cool, which I totally agree um, in business or in life. Right? And then uh, uh, Scott argued that you should splurge on three things in your life. Your bed, your chair, your space and your team, four things, my bad. Um, and beyond those things, you should actually, um, you know, care for your expenses and manage them carefully. Uh, because a, a lot of times when you are too frugal, it kind of backfires on you as well. But let's just talk about these four things. I think a few of these things are very, very like straightforward. The other one or two is actually not very straightforward. So let's talk about a bed, right? So on average, we we should sleep about eight hours a night, right? So uh, you we should be in your bed at least for eight hours. So this is easy math, right? 24 hours in a day, you spend a third of your time on this earth in your bed. So you should not skim on your bed, period, right? I'm actually thinking about for my next bed, I'm gonna get like a smart bed. Um, I think it's called A Sleep that that uh you know like uh, regulates the temperature so I don't have to do do um AC at all which is pretty cool. But anyway, um secondly the office chair. Um this I actually feel like it's debatable. Um if you uh are working from home, I highly recommend a standing desk. I usually uh, currently use one for the last couple of months. It's great and then um, you can take a uh, sitting break maybe with a stool or, or something or on your sofa but um, office equipment because um, right now after COVID situation right people are more it's, it's more socially acceptable to work from home 
So in a sense, it's easier for you to um, uh, work from home. And then when you're working from home, we're talking like another, you know, eight or nine hours. Um, so you need to not be frugal with your office chair because you're going to be in it 24-7 or your uh, assigning desk, right? Um, the next is a little bit more um, tricky. Your workplace actually matters. So when, when, when you're like, huh, why does your workplace matter, right? I think for your home office, your workplace matters because uh, you need to work in a very, very good, quiet, organized place. Because I do feel like working in a messy place is kind of counterintuitive, I think. Uh, it's, it's much better working in a quote-unquote... Um, tidy environment right helping your uh situation helping your uh, arrangement get easier and then i kind of like uh, help you clear your thoughts that's kind of like my view on it i just cannot work in a very very um messy environment maybe that just me right and then there's one example there's one story it's actually pretty funny uh when a steep jobs was designing their workplaces, right? People know that the whole a spaceship situation, right? Um, like their new campus. But when uh, Jobs uh, got Pixar uh, public, he was in charge of like you know uh, designing their workplace. I think they did a little bit with their um, Apple campus, but um, Jobs was very passionate about workplaces because he believed that. Uh, every single Apple employee or Pixar employee should have a daily encounter with beauty. Let me repeat that. Jobs wants every Apple employee to encounter beauty on a daily basis. And he believed that will kind of bleed into product design as well. So he will literally fly across the nation uh, to look at some paint samples or some furniture, he would do that for the um, Apple workplaces. I think that's, that's actually pretty pretty cool if you're doing product design, right? Um, last one, probably the most important one, is don't be frugal when you're paying your team. This is the most important one. So, so according to author, according to Scott, when you think about compensation, think about how indispensable someone is or has the potential to become. Let me repeat that. When you think about compensation, think about how indispensable someone is or has the potential to become. So many companies, they wrongly focus on the person's past, salary, what did you make before, what can I get away with paying you right now, right? So they make a big decision based on age, years of experience. They're not, they're not looking at the whole picture. So they have not thought about is indispensability. Now, while companies might get away underpaying someone in the short term, in the long term, if that person is talented, they're going to go somewhere else to, 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 to get better compensated for their capabilities, right? We talked about this before, right? Let's not focus on right or wrong. Let's, let's uh, focus on uh, you know trying and learning. This is the same thing. If they try to, to get a higher uh, you know, uh, or closer to market rate above you're paying them, then they're not going to retain or, or they're, they're not going to be retained. They're not going to stay at your company for a long time, right? 
So when you lose them, this, this is kind of like another key point. When you lose them, the team pay the price. You actually pay the price as an employer because you know it's either really, really hard to save them or when they leave to train their you know uh, replacement, right? So your team, the people that work with you need to feel like they're taken care of and then they must not kind of, how should we say this? We, like, you know, uh, the author said that we shouldn't probably double what they're being rewarded, but get the best pay possible for their achievements. You know, maybe going like a little bit more above the market rate. Right? That's kind of what he recommends. All right, so I just thought those are pretty interesting points, uh, either in business and in life. So I want to share it with, with you guys. So again, here's the advice, right? Be frugal with everything in your life and your business, except your bed, your chair, your space, and your team. Okay? Alrighty. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, share with your friends, subscribe, and then we're going to touch on one more thing tomorrow. Alrighty? Bye.